Welcome to the Institute's Leading Edge, a show dedicated to helping the automotive aftermarket service industry. Covering topics suggested by you, the listener, we dive into what's important, getting you what you need to succeed. Here's what's coming up. <laughs> a little bit like a smurf with white hair instead of blue. Okay. Papa's me. Papa's me. So, that's, that's all I do, right? I've, I've worked on BMWs my whole career. I'm a BMW specialist. So when I'm teaching a class on BMW engines and a customer says, you know, on, on, the, on the, you know, that one car, that one particular engine, that little bolt in the back, you know, that you have to you take know off it. to do it. I'm like, I know exactly what you're yeah. Is there a shortcut? And I can say, you know, like, yeah, you, you take this certain combination of tools and then go in between Bend that hose and, yeah. and, and know how to do it. If I was teaching a Toyota class, I could present a Toyota class pretty good. But if that question was asked, I wouldn't know the answer. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've never actually worked on it. We need your help. By submitting questions or topics to institute at ifrave.com, we can continue to cover things that are relevant to you. But for now, we've collected a panel of experts to get you serious results. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. When recording live podcasts on location, one can experience some inherent problems when recording. This particular episode was recorded at Vision 2020 on the exhibitor floor, and we do apologize for any audio glitches or hiccups you may hear during this podcast. With that in mind, we hope you glean some good information, learn a thing or two, and pardon our technical issues as we promise we have done our best to clean up the audio. With that said, on with the show. Welcome to Vision KC 2020. We have a few people here we want to talk with about what makes Vision KC so great for the automotive uh, aftermarket. We have Charlie from Whirlpack, Advance. We've got Luke from Whirlpack, Advance. And we've got Cecil Bullard with the Institute. And myself, BJ Lee with the Institute. So we'd like to open some discussions on why uh, you all think that this is uh, a great place to be today. Start with you. righty, yeah, well, it's uh, came in from Boston. It's a uh, similar similar weather here but it's it's a premier event it's a it's a tremendous networking event we have the best of the best here it's you know it's open to all automotive shops all automotive pros coaches talent um, management uh, courses technical courses uh, I think there's a, over 1500 people here um, learning and and getting the best of the best here great I think it's great I have um, I have the largest classes here other than at world packs event and Whirlpack is every other year. So to me, uh, Kansas City Vision, I think this is my 12th year here, wow. is, is um, like the largest, most consistent show. And uh, I think it's a real quality show uh, here. At least I've always had a great time. And, um, and, and I think that there's, you know, we're all about education. And I think that there's really good education yeah. here. Uh, by the way, they're, they're setting up around us as we're doing this out of the booth so hear a little weird, weird noise there don't worry about it <laughs> so uh luke what do, you, what do you think well you know the thing i love about this and, and really all you know large training events is obviously there's the training and we're we're into it we fully support it on both business management training technical training to, to further your careers and, and, and be successful we want all our customers to be successful ultimately but the, the great thing about a large event like this, where you have options of different classes and things, is is the networking opportunities and, and, and the story that I constantly hear, you know, when, when bumping into customers, talking to students, is that their eyes are opened up to the, the availability of training within the industry. And I think that that's a, that's a big struggle, is just 
awareness of, of what's there. And you, you hear that time and time again. You're like, yeah, somebody invited me to come to Vision, and I'd never really done training. Uh, I just sort of figured it out on my own, read stuff, and I, I took a class. And maybe it was a business management class, maybe it was a technical class, and suddenly they're like, wow, there's people within this industry somewhere in the country that are out there teaching people stuff. And it really sparks this interest and this, this passion to learn more, to open your eyes to, I don't know everything. In fact, you know, the more the more you learn, the more you take the classes, the more you realize how little you do. And and then it's you, it opens the conversation of, well, you know, there's there's regional training available throughout the year. There's there's opportunities to to work with coaches and, and come in and, and grow my business and be successful. And it's really just a, a launching point to start a, a conversation and an awareness of right. what's available. I think I think it's great because you know you see so many independent shops here that come out and they learn so much. There's so much available and so many great classes. You know, I mean, I, I meet people all day long, <laughs> talk to people and they're so excited, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's creating this whole professionalism in the industry that's much needed, right? And uh, it's just every year and year over year and it's just the people we work with and people who sit here, it's just, you know, it's not what it used to be. This industry is changing, right? And that's what we're here for, to lift the industry. And I think, I think you're all doing a great job and I, I just think, the best thing they can do is get out to these events. Yeah. And really going to further their careers and better their businesses. I, I think we have two challenges in our industry, and uh, they're, they're uh, super important for us moving in the future. Because the industry is changing dramatically, I can remember having been in it a very long time. You know, it, uh, even five years ago, it was a different industry. Now it's, you know, it keeps getting, the change keeps happening faster and faster. So I think we have a challenge of, Keeping up with the technical aspects, you know, the new cars that are coming out, the the new technologies, the computer systems, the what's the telematics, you yeah. know, all of that, yeah. and 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 how do I uh, uh, stay relevant and keep my people, you know, on top of that so that I can take care of my customers' cars and make a living? And then I think the second challenge is, you know, how do I how do I find out what the best business you know, tactics are, you know, how do, how do I run this business in such a way that I can get what I need out of it and it's not going to kill me or, yeah. you know, work me to death. So I think there's a couple of challenges uh, that we have. What is, um, what is Whirlpack uh, Advanced Auto doing uh, to, he to help with that, Charlie? What do you think? Well, I think some of the, you know, some of the trends, some of the, some of the dynamics that are changing, that model you talk about is, it's, you know, the business model is changing. So, things like marketing classes and you know Yelp how do you deal with Yelp you know if you have negative reviews how to Google and what's the Google algorithm like that you know the the elusiveness of that and how you know people chasing that you know terms of owning my page and all these other tips and tricks that are going on right now so so marketing is a big deal um, you know in terms of you know the financial side of things that you know trying to get these these new shops these these young guys that don't have the technical background that have only the technical backgrounds technicians get them in to understand what the financial KPIs are you know and then there's you know we will be having things like emotional intelligence classes at STX a whole the whole level of, of training someone on the business side of things Luke is on the technical side so he can talk a little bit about what we're doing for things like ADOS and the, the advanced technologies and things of that nature yeah I mean <clears throat> The reality is, of course, World Pack Advanced Professional, uh, they sell parts, right? And, and uh, that's that's their primary market, but, you know, in order for that to be successful, the shops have to be successful, right? You know, the, 
the snack food industry is going to make their products just bad enough to not kill their their customer base, right? <laughs> and uh, and so in the same sense, we we want to make sure that that our customers are successful and that they're getting the tools that they need to be successful, uh, whether that's business management, coaching, and those skills, and then obviously the technical training. See, so as you were saying, it's you know there there is a fear. The world is is evolving with with new technologies, ADOS, you know, the electrification and hybrid and, and the voltage. There's a fear with that. Cars driving by themselves now, and uh, but there's still cars. Population keeps growing. There's going to be more and more cars. That's not going away. Right. And, uh, and and we need to stay on top of it. And with the, the average age in our industry constantly going up, not down, I think there's a big fear of shop owners going like, what does the future hold? Should I just sell my shop, you know, and, and, and start skiing or I don't know? But, I see that happening now, yeah. actually. We, 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 we actually, probably in the last year, I've seen a lot of younger shop owners buying out older shop owners and, you know, having their second, third, fourth shop. And they're buying these shops for pennies on the dollar because yeah. the shops have not been run, you know, have not been maximized. Yeah. And, and so I think we're in the beginning of a, a huge transformation Absolutely. in that in You're going to see sense. huge consolidation, in my opinion. You know, and I've seen articles on it where, you know, the small shops are going away and now they're larger, you know, the multiple operations and larger operations. Yeah. I mean, just to cover the, the overhead of the business to make a profit and be able to pay for the training and the technology and everything that goes with it, it's just unbelievable where it's at today compared to where it was 10 years ago. I think that's another reason why you need to be very careful about understanding you know, how uh, uh, effective labor aid or, or how what you charge and how you pay, how that all works out and works to your benefit. I, I have something I'd like to talk about just for maybe a couple of minutes here. Um, I was just in, in with Carm Capriato, uh, Remarkable Results, and uh, we were talking about uh, parts transparency. So the, the, the part, what, what that is, just for clarification for the people that might be watching or listening, um, there's a lot of transparency on parts pricing with online parts sellers, etc. And, and my opinion is that we need to just really run away as an industry from the online parts sellers. Not because Worldpack sponsors me or any of that, but I think that we are heading down a really dangerous road. And if, I mean, I would say that this kind of training, which I think I've watched since I was a kid in this industry, uh, uh, events like Vision, uh, classes that, that Worldpack sponsors, or even Napa or CarQuest or whatever, they've changed the industry. Um, they've, they've helped us uh, as um, installers or whatever we want to call ourselves today. I guess somebody told me that they didn't like that word. Um, but as shops, uh, keep up with it all. What happens if we, uh, as an industry, start buying these cheap online parts uh, what happens to Worldpack or Advanced Auto Parts or, or whoever uh, when they're no longer uh, being supported? If, if Worldpack took a hit of 20% because the, of the online parts, wouldn't, wouldn't Worldpack look at, wow, we're spending an awful lot on training and uh, I need to save that money uh, because we're not making money on, you know, because we're being competed against here? So if we give up you know, buying from companies like Worldpack or, or, or Napa or whoever, they're going to give up sponsoring stuff like this and, and the education mm. that they do. I, I would tell you, I'm an educated man, largely in part to 
uh, um, events like Vision and World Pack uh, uh, sponsored classes and, and CarQuest sponsored classes. Uh, and if I didn't have that, I don't think I would be anywhere near as educated as I am in how to run my business and make my business work. Um, let alone the technical aspects of it. I don't know. I think about the parts, the, <clears throat> you know, going that way with the parts. It just, for me, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, <clears throat> profits are the profits. You need to make money to survive uh, and put a little money away for, for bad times or whatever. But, you know, if it's $300 an hour parts and labor, it doesn't matter if it's $100 parts and labor or if it's $50 for parts and $250 for labor. The numbers are the numbers. are still going to be the same. We just have to educate our customers and let them know you know, why it is what it is, build the best value on that, and make sense of it. Right? Uh, you know, we do that on a daily basis, and, and I just don't know how that can play out. I couldn't see Worldpack slash Amazon. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, you know, the other another interesting dynamic is just looking at the parts model. I mean, we're a big company. We, we have a, a large product development division that actually goes out and samples all these parts, make sure we're getting the best parts, you know, the most high-end, highest quality. And then we buy containers worth of this. So we do pass that, that, that price discount onto the, onto the end user. So the price is not, you know, when you buy a, price, a part on Amazon, yeah, okay, you can return it, but there's no guarantees in this. You know, we have the TechNet, you can, you can have 36-month warranty on that part, labor nationwide. You know, so there's a lot of infrastructure. Of course, the training group that goes with this, you know, so that so that these comebacks don't happen. You know, you get the proper training. And and but thinking about the way we purchase parts and the volume that we purchase says a lot about you know why why you need to just not buy from Amazon. But I think there's kind of a I think there's kind of this thing, like I'm asking my customer, um, and I think that most of the people, most of the shop owners that that would listen to this or even be at one of these events. They're not the cheapest guy right. in their town. And, and I'm asking my customer and saying, look, we have a better warranty. We use a better quality part. We have better technicians, better trained, uh, et cetera. And that's good for you, Mr. Customer. And we're going to give you great customer service. And so I need you to pay maybe more than you would pay down there. And, and that's something that I think as an industry, we've been doing this for years and, and we have to continue doing that. But... If we do that for our customers, but we don't do that for our parts suppliers, right? I mean, the Amazon part, what does it come with, right? What, what, it's a part in a box. Does it come with a three or 36,000 mile warranty? You know, do I know that it's gonna be a quality part when it shows up? And you know, okay, we can all argue that occasionally we've gotten a bad part or a defective part or something from any of our parts suppliers. But in general, <coughs> when I order a part from Whirlpack or or CarQuest or whoever, when it shows up, it's almost always the right part. It's almost always, you know, the top quality. And I don't know that, and I don't know what the warranty is. I don't know where Amazon is sourcing this thing. And, and frankly, Amazon has never put a class on for me on how to use, I don't know, ADOS or how to, you know, how to mode six diag. Yeah. You know, they've, they've never done that in our industry. And now they're they're pouring into our industry, and if we if, if we if we support that, um, I think I think we're giving up a lot. No, I, I agree, and it's your point, right? If obviously Amazon's attractive initially, right? When you when you're looking at dollars and cents, uh, there's an attraction. But you're right. If if that that sales volume disappears from 
the, the more traditional parts of buyers that you, that you know and trust mm -hmm. and do provide these these extra services, those services have to go away, right? Because they, they well, yeah, because yeah, they, you know it's about money in the in the yeah. end. If there's no profit, there's, yeah. then things yeah, are going to have to disappear. Yeah, you, you can't slash your delivery drivers and your warehouse guys, yeah. right? So what do you kill? You kill your training programs. Right. You kill the sponsorships of events like this, and uh, because that's 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 where that marketing money goes in. That's the little bit of money that's left over goes into what you know we we regularly refer to as customer loyalty programs right yeah. you know so you say hey what do our customers really want what do they need and it's always the same two things i need techs right there's a tech shortage well we can't solve that i need problem, real really. i need real techs that know how to work on a yeah. car but yeah yeah that's that's a hard one to solve right uh, but and then the other one is training i need training and, uh, and so that's like, well, that, that we, we can help you with. What if we told you that you could get quality training and education conveniently and without emptying your pockets? Our gear platform presents great education and resources for automotive shops, courses led by experts inside and outside our industry, a community of like-minded people to engage with, and a resource library at your fingertips. With a monthly membership, you can gain access to every course we have in the library, as well as the multiple courses we add each and every month. With the ability to watch wherever and whenever you'd like, Gear provides the training you've been looking for at only $129 a month. For help with improving your business, head to ifrave.com and click on the courses we teach to sign up for a better business business and a better life today but I think I work on I think there's this 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 kind of weird dynamic you know um, so let's say that the world pack uh, the, let's say that we move ahead and we we keep buying parts from these guys mm -hmm. and then world pack and and the other guys stop supporting things like this yeah then we're gonna be putting classes on and it's gonna cost you five thousand exactly. dollars for a two-day yeah. class right. which right now it costs you six hundred um, because Whirlpack no and, and, and and the other yeah they're subsidizing this training they're making yeah. it they're taking the hit yeah. knowing that if we train these guys how to put these parts on the car they're going to buy our parts and they're going to put them on these exactly. cars yeah. and and I, I just man I, I I think about that I think about an industry where you know you don't have this kind of sponsored training because they can't afford it because we didn't support them yeah. and I think it's a bad idea and I'm not you know I I work with Whirlpack. I've been working with Whirlpack for 12 years now doing classes, but I have my own company. I mean, if Whirlpack stops this, it's going to be a little painful for me, but I'll, I'll go on. It's not the end of my world, but I just can't imagine, you know, not having a vision event and not having, you know, the kind of classes, the smart groups, the, the, the 20s groups, the, the stuff that we have that helps business owners change their lives. I think mean, about the administrative cost to manage those online parts. They come in, they're the wrong part. you got to send it back. you got to maybe rebox it up, put it back in, wait for credit, right? And then you don't have the money for the, for the training and the other things. So the money you think you're saving, yeah. you're not saving nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's then there's all this stuff about counterfeit spark plugs right. and counterfeit parts everywhere. Holy crap! But, you know, I, I heard I heard about um, some brake pads that were BMW branded yeah. that came in and they were made out of sawdust. Yeah. You know, and and people bought those and put them on cars. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, really. So, <laughs> woof. Yeah. <laughs> What's that smoke yeah. in the yeah. front of my I saw car? The same thing with park uh, I forget what the NGKs, the NGKs the were, yeah. were, were, were the counterfeits melting. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, Really? So, I mean, I will say there are some really good knockoff right. products yeah. out there, yeah. and I mean, I, you show one to me visually, I wouldn't know. Right. I wouldn't know. And a lot of these, you know, it's you're calling 
NGK, your calling boss, your, right. and, and they know, they've seen them. Well, I like right. the fact that because uh, people that I can buy warranty part, them. and I can send the part back. They're, they're, you know, they're bringing parts in, they're taking parts, they're, they're all day long, they're handling that. Right? Well, can you imagine? Just imagine doing that online. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, um, uh, right now, some majority of the parts, 90% or something, that get sent back to the parts companies, defective or not really defective? Yes, what do you right. think? What do you yeah. think Amazon or Rock Auto are going to do about that? You think you can send it back and it's not really an effective part, and they're going to eat it anyway? Yeah, because it's all in the deal. There's going to be some chargebacks on that. Oh yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, as as we move forward. I have I want to I want to briefly uh, maybe not briefly briefly, but I also want to talk about uh, the training. So um, World Pack does how many technical classes does World Pack do? That's a really good question, and I feel like I should know the answer to that. Uh, How many instructors are there? That's a much better question. Okay. We have about 25 <laughs> instructors. Okay. Yeah, and so that's in, in the in WTI, and then but then on the ParkWest side with CTI, that number is substantially. There's about 60 additional 60 instructors yeah. uh, that in that but there's, group. There's in there's a difference between the two. At least I think so. Yep. Um, in the on the WorldPack side, these instructors. Are they wrote the material? They created the class, etc. On the Carquest side, it's material that's been developed by somebody that now you have an instructor that's going to instruct regionally. It. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. And and that's um, financially good, but personally, I I think that the person that created the class, it, it, it's better, in my opinion, right? I can't imagine someone else teaching my material. I tried to teach someone else's material a couple of times, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It just didn't. It didn't come out the right way. Yeah, it, it, I don't. I, honestly, I don't really feel that one way is better than the other way. I okay. think. I think that uh, they're very different, but they're they're also have a, a huge advantage. Very effective by, by having by having a regional trainer uh, that you know that's a substantial reduction in travel costs. It, it, it lets your your total class price come down. It makes it a more affordable uh, class, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, and it also allows a relationship to develop between shops and that instructor because they see the same instructor right. in that region and they get right. to know them. Uh, and there's a, a large uh, research development center that's working on this curriculum and putting it together. And that's that's a that's a tried and tested model. I mean, right? It's been doing. They've been doing it a long time, are, and it's been right? working, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, every every high school teacher, every college instructor, for the most part, is yeah. Picks up picks up the accountant textbook and yeah. teaches around the country. So you know, in different you know, people. And, so. the, and the teacher lives in that town. That's that's a pretty normal model. Maybe I'm just a little prejudiced because I'm one of those guys <laughs> that course. writes the material yeah. and, and teaches the material, right? As am I. I'm a World Pack instructor. Wait a minute. I'm better because. Yeah, I really did the material. Yeah. Really but you're right, though. Then, but then when you have, uh, you know, sort of the, the, the WTI, the other model, where where the instructor does, the instructor develops the material. They're, they're what we refer to as subject matter experts. You know, so myself, I'm a, I'm a BMW SME, right? I teach BMW engines. That's all I teach. Is a SME like something subject weird or? Expert. Oh, okay, subject okay, I got it now. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, smurf. Smurf. Ah, a little yeah. bit like a smurf <laughs> with white hair instead of blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pop, pop a SME. Pop a SME. <laughs> so, so, um, so that's that's all I do, right? I've, I've worked on BMWs my whole career. I'm a BMW specialist. So when I'm teaching a class on BMW engines, and a customer says, you know, you know, on on the on the, you know, that one car, that one particular engine, that little bolt in the back, you know, that you have to you take off it. to do it. I'm like, I know exactly what you yeah. mean. Like, Is there a shortcut? And I can say, you know, like, yeah, you. you Take this certain combination of tools and then go in between Bend that hose and, yeah. and, and know how to do it. 
you know, as opposed to if I was teaching a Toyota class, I could present a Toyota class pretty good. But if that question was asked of me, I wouldn't know the answer. I'd be like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I've never actually worked on a Toyota. Right. And uh, you know, just like you know, if you ask a college professor, you know, what was it like in the trend? We're out there once a month, kind of thing. That's five or six people out there once a month, and we kind of cycle it around. Roading around. So, so, so let me. Um, in 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 my opinion. Boy, that comes out of my mouth a lot today because I used to say you have to understand or you need to, and now I don't say that. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, grow, I'm growing up. Um, <laughs> one of the most difficult things uh, for WorldPack uh, is, or, or probably any um, anyone leading training, is filling classes. Yes. And and um, you know, so we have all this great education from Schmies. You know, uh, uh, subject matter experts and <laughs> etc. And and yet it's it's very difficult to get people in class. Now, what I know from the 20 years or so that I've kind of been involved in the 12 years I've been, you know, working with WorldPack is that when we get people in class, when when I see them later, a year later, they're like, oh my god, uh, you know, I learned that one thing in your class, and it's made me, you know, a, a better business. It's made me more money, whatever it is. And we hear this, I hear this at, at, almost at every event. I've already heard it like five times yesterday uh, from people. So why aren't, you know, if WorldPack is, is, is taking the hit uh, and providing this education, why aren't more shop owners, uh, more techs, uh, you know, why, why aren't these classes like filling up immediately and then, the, sorry, we can't take you in because it's too full? Let me ask you this, because I noticed that, you know, we work with a lot of people, a lot of shops, and I find that our younger shop owners seem to be doing more of it, doing more of the training. Uh, if we give them something to do, uh, to work on KPIs and different things, how to get there, they do it, right? Some of the older people are stuck in their ways and don't want to make change. That never works. I don't do that, and so forth. So do you see uh, uh, more younger people making that change in, on your side? I, I actually don't, surprisingly. Oh. I, the, the average age of the students attending classes is substantially higher than, oh, wow. than you Still rising. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know, I, I, I believe personally, but I don't know, I haven't done any studies on it, but, you know, in today's age of, you know, this this belief that, that you know, everybody should be entitled to free information, and that's you know, a very debatable subject, is, is information free? Yeah. Is, is it, you know, is, should be that there should be ownership of information. Uh, and so there's a lot of people that want to share that information and, and we live in a world that right. it's easy to share something that you know or think right. you know uh, right. and uh, and so I, I see a lot of times now uh, a really poor approach when trying to solve a problem right and obviously in our industry that problem would be trying to fix a car right? but I think that this is true across a, a, a gamut all, of subjects yeah, yeah, yeah. right of I mean, I, and I got to admit, I do, I do it myself. When I'm at home and, and you know, I, I want to replace a circuit breaker, like, I'm not an electrician, but I'm handy and I've got a toolbox. Yeah, right. I'm going to go online. Yeah, I'm going to look it things. up. Right? Yeah. And even the professional will see do that. Right? And that, and that happens in the ownership. So we're not talking about just DIYs. Right, right. The actual automotive professional, instead of logging into all data, instead of logging into Motologic or going onto a factory information website, you know, which are all require subscriptions and money, right. it's I'm going to spend all day Googling 
and, and watching YouTube videos and hope that I find a silver bullet. Right. And that is not a very effective use of time. Right. And see, so I'm sure you could crunch the numbers and say, I don't want te my technicians doing that, right? Well, Go not when your technician's source. making you 120 bucks an yeah, hour, right? right? Go, Plus parts. Yes. And, um, uh, uh, but, but it's... It's this this thought process but, that's yeah. There's there, there's this mentality though out there. I think that that I'm not making enough money over here. So rather than learn what I need to to make more money, yeah. Or, or um, what I'm gonna do is try to cut back and cut back and cut back. And the things that I cut back, obviously training. Mm -hmm. You know, I can Google it. Yeah. Well, I've been on Google, frankly, and there's a lot of crap on Google. <laughs> you know, there's some good stuff, but there's a lot of crap that you gotta wait. There's a ton of different advisor training options in the industry, making the choice that much harder to make. Some shove too much into too little of a time frame, they can be inconvenient and costly, or they're just filled with unhelpful, non-applicable information. So how are you supposed to create confident and capable service advisors? The Advisor Mastery Program from the Institute is the industry's leading service advisor training, now almost entirely online. With one-on-one -on -one coaching, KPI tracking, live community trainings, a resource library, and more, there's no wonder why advisors who finish the program have seen their efforts rewarded with more confidence, higher arrows, and better sales. If you're ready to stop settling for mediocre and start ruling the counter, join the Advisor Mastery Program today. Head to iframe.com and register now. We'll see you in class. You know, I went to training 12 years ago, and it was a whole Saturday, and the guy was terrible, so all trainers are going to be terrible. That's right. Um, you know, and, and, and yet what I see from returning students and clients is, oh my God, my life has changed so dramatically, yeah. because now my business runs well, and uh, I'm making a lot more money. Uh, so, and, and it's funny how having more money in the bank creates more life yeah. uh, uh, for the typical person, you know? So I don't know, is there, is there something we can say or do to, to help the, the, the shop owners and the technicians that are, have not gone to this training, you know, that would say, you know, you know, maybe you went 12 years ago and may, or maybe you went through a consulting program, you know, don't sign up for a whole program if you think consulting programs aren't worth it. Come to a class, you know, get to know the consultant, get to know the, the trainer. Um, and Ask people for recommendations. Yeah. Um, but picking up what, what, what BJ said earlier, you know, I, I feel that, that the younger people, certainly on the business development side of right. training, I see so many more younger people now in the classes, That's so many more, and it's really, really life. cool. Yeah. So I remember hearing this years ago where, where and I, you know, I hate to bring up the M word, you know, but right. the, the generation, the younger generation, you know, uh, they, they're anti-authority, you know, and, and, and they want authentic, they want the real thing, but they also don't, they don't want to work for anybody. So the, the you know who who has the beans to, to start a business today? But these guys do. That's what they want to do. So I'm seeing so much of that now. So that's really wonderful. In terms of getting the word out, you know, in the information world that we're in right now, it should be easy enough for us to do that. Uh, who has the time to do it? But but I think we can do that now. So so getting so the the idea that that you get someone into a class and they start drinking the Kool Aid, they're gonna they're the ones that just keep coming back and yeah. back and back for training, and we get that and repeat you just, customer. You just see the move. Yeah like this you know and 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 they're happier and oh, and yeah. uh you know uh, uh they come in and they're oh my god my life is is yeah, yeah. i mean it's just a good a really good thing definitely and you you kind of wish you know I, I always say that we have about 20 maybe i would say 20 percent of the of the industry uh shop owners coming to classes kind of routinely working with consultants whatever 
where's the other 80%? Because it's a tough industry out there. Yeah. And 20 is a big number too to me, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. if you looked at at the 20%, you would you would say that the majority of them, not all of them. I mean, there's some guys that have never been to a training that are doing fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I I've, I've met a few of them. But the majority of the people that have come to trainings either to learn how to fix cars or to learn how to fix their business, uh, marketing, whatever it is, they're doing better, in my opinion. And again, I don't have any hard data on that, but I can tell you what my clients make and what the industry makes. And there's a substantial difference out the bottom uh, of my client's shops and what the industry uh, statistical data is. The stuff, that, the stuff in the smart groups and, and, and you know these smart group members come in very beginner from the technician running a business out Many of them a business only because they're broke and they're and they need help and they know it within 12 months <clears throat> it, it's changed their life it's changed their business yeah, it's it's they've turned it around Definitely. and you see it like it, it's just it's black and white and it's, what kills me about the world pack smart groups is you here you have this smart group that is unbelievably inexpensive in comparison to other smart groups again subsidized and you have a consultant or a, a series of consultants actually running it instead of someone who won't know how to get that bolt out yeah right <clears throat> and yet the, in my opinion we should we should literally have full groups and other people waiting to get into a group and and we don't have that you know I, I struggle with the thought process of that. When I was when I was young in this industry and didn't really know what I needed to know, I, I said, wow, I think that guy knows. And I went to training and I said, wow, he does know. And then I went to everything he did so I could learn it, so I could be better uh, in my business. I think it's made me millions of dollars but Not only do you career. have the facilitator, then you have all your peers and they become your business partners. Right. And I think you're, in, in a sense, you're out there and you're kind of on your own island. Uh, when That's you're a right. business owner, and and now you've got 15 other people that do what you do that have solved a lot of your problems that you need, uh, and and they're there to help you. Um, we we mentor in our uh, in our smart groups. We we have partners that uh, people that you can call. It's uh, to me, I don't I don't know how a business owner would not do that. Yeah, you know. I think I think the groups are invaluable. I think you get the most bang for your buck if you're going to do anything. Get into a group, you know, if that's all you can afford, get into a group, right? Yeah. And I think also when you get professionals, you know, professional confidence and stuff, there, there's nothing wrong with sharing, right? Lending a hand to somebody who needs a needs a hand, right? Uh, if the guy's just uh, you know he's a small shop and trying to you know make things happen, you know, and he asks for a little advice, here's how I do things and stuff. I mean, I've got vendors that that I talk to on a daily basis and stuff and. Sometimes I'll say, hey, I got this shop over here. He said, you know, you're struggling. Can you, can you talk to him, you know? Yeah, that's how I talk to him. You know, see if I can help him in any way. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's great. The there's a tremendous amount of accountability. You know, they all they all bring their numbers to the meetings. And, uh, you know, so there's this whole peer pressure thing. And, you know, making the numbers and, and making, you know, making themselves proud to the other members. And it's a really, really wonderful it's process. Almost like a, it's almost like a, a family that actually functions correctly because everybody cares about everybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 to me, it's extremely healthy. All right. We're going to have to wrap it up here very, very pretty soon. Um, uh, there's two things that I want to talk about just briefly. Uh, one of those is uh, uh, our next uh, event, which is the Management for Automotive Repair Shops or the MARS Conference uh, in Ogden, Utah. It is a two-day uh, May 2nd and 3rd, 
uh, I think. Um, and you can go online to iforabe.com. You can go on to Whirlpack. I think it's uh, announced on Whirlpack mm -hmm. also. Um, the last one we had was unbelievable. It was a marketing conference, and we just had, I mean, just amazing uh, results from all of that. In fact, the speakers that we had, uh, Whirlpack actually drafted three of those guys yeah, to come four, speak at. Four. All, all, all so four. four. You got all yeah. four of them? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not just me teaching. We're actually bringing outside um, industry people in uh, and other industry uh, trainers in so you can get more out of it than just standing and Cecil standing in front of a class and that's what we so that's why we did it that words. way uh, SMEs we got a bunch <laughs> of SMEs not just one um, I like that I mean, that's going right in there um, SME too yeah, yeah, yeah so so you know um, go look at the Mars conference uh, look it up uh, uh, sign up for it. It, it, is, it is two days. You're going to have six great speakers. Uh, we're talking leadership and management. Then there'll be another one, which is Mastery, uh, coming up in October. Look for that. Uh, so we'll be doing three a year, and I think Whirlpack is going to be getting behind this even more. Uh, and I talked to a couple other vendors that want to sponsor some stuff, so that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. And, and then, of course, now we have vendors sponsoring stuff, uh, which they couldn't do if we don't buy their parts and their products. Um, so uh, the, the last thing that I, I want to just uh, kind of shout out there, we are going to do a shop rescue this year. We've, for those of you that have been following us, we've done tips, and we did 58 of those, and I think we've got four left to air. Uh, but we are going to be doing a shop rescue on a shop, no charge, working with that shop, we're gonna film things, and what we want is people to, to go online and say, I wanna be that shop. Now there's gonna be some criteria involved, uh, and we're gonna pick somebody out of the mix that we will work with next year, you know, no charge, uh, uh, and help them and kind of document it because what we want to do is we want to say, okay, here's how we take a shop from here to here and have other people be able to see that journey and the things that Very happen. Cool. It cool. will totally free uh, for the person that we're going to, the shop that we're going to choose. So um, uh, go online to ifrave.com. I don't know if we have a link yet, uh, but we will have a link for that here really soon. Really soon being uh, a week or two. Okay, the, and two in the series? YouTube oh, it'll be a YouTube web series, so I'm being told. Um, staff is right behind the camera. Um, all right, so uh, uh, anything else that we need to talk about, any uh, training-wise, uh, event-wise? Well, we, we can't leave without mentioning STX 2020. Oh, yeah, holy smokes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, S STX 2020 uh, is uh, uh, World Pack, uh, Advanced Auto, World Pack, CarQuest. The greatest uh, show ever. The greatest show ever. Uh, it will be in, uh, in June uh, this year of 2020 in Washington, D.C. this year uh, at uh, one of the uh, Gaylord Convention Centers, which is massive. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we, Charlie and I just had a site visit. Uh, last month, it's it's unbelievable. You just went so you could have a vacation for three days and eat good yeah, food, right? Exactly. <laughs> vacation? What's that? <laughs> uh, and uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be tremendous. <clears throat> Six sessions, you know, uh, training covering everything from uh, 
shop management, uh, service writing, you know, business development skills, marketing, so marketing, every, all the technical, all aspects of it, every aspect of technical, you know, specific brand training, Toyota, domestic, Ford, European, domestic Asian, diagnostic, European, all the brands covered. Uh, many manufacturers represented also, so so Ford themselves is there providing training wow. direct from the factory. Wow. Uh, we're in talks with with other manufacturers, but you know, it's check out the website, uh, Charlie. The website. Google it. I don't want to say Google it, right? I can't believe. Worldpack. Don't know the website. Dot com. Stx. Oh yeah, I think if you just just Google Stx. Uh, uh, Stx. Worldpack. Stx. Stx. Twenty twenty one. You'll you'll get the website. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and we will be there. We're, I'm teaching, uh, I think I'm teaching more classes than anybody, uh, unfortunately, for Charlie. Yeah. But uh, I'll be teaching uh, a variety of classes from uh, sales, uh, marketing, other stuff. Classes. So, yeah, they put me to work. Um, Three. 300 classes roughly total across six sessions. Yeah. Uh, so every, more, every session. More classes in three days than are taught all year exactly. in the industry. Yes. Right yeah, and and quality um, uh, uh, subject matter experts four hour sessions in, in everything four hour sessions the, <clears throat> the hardest part is is going to be choosing what classes to take yeah you're going to have you're going to have between forty and fifty classes to choose from each session that's on you only get to pick one and, and if you get well but and if you get signed up sooner and get your classes picked then the ones that are going to sell out which some some of mine almost almost always do and and certainly a lot of the technical ones you'll have more opportunity to choose what you want. So, um, all right. Um, wonderful, wonderful. We're here at Vision again. Uh, if, you're, if you're anywhere near and you're not here, you should be. Uh, next year, you need to be at, at Vision 2021. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, watching and paying attention. And thank you uh, uh, for being here. Absolutely. And uh, Charlie, thank you for being yeah, here. And BJ, yeah, thank you sure. for being here, my friend. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. That's it for this one. This episode was brought to you by GearForShops.com and The Institute. To find more episodes or for more information about the services we provide, visit iForAbe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one.